0: Welcome back to another fun-filled, exciting, comprehensive, sometimes... Uh, Vulgar. Oblivious. Oblivious that's you. That's me. Episode of uh, Board to Death, where we talk about tabletop games and board games and games and boards and games and boards and boards and games.
1: Boards and games, and how we interact with them.
0: Yeah, I'm John. I'm Kayla. And uh, what's going on? Um if you're... Uh, I mean, it's going to be post-Valentine's uh, Day, but happy Valentine's Day.
1: Because it's today when we're recording.
0: Yeah. And if it that's literally the only reason we're mentioning it.
1: Yeah, because it's today. It's topical.
0: Otherwise, if you're alone,
1: I mean, good. still happy Valentine's Day. It doesn't <sighs> fucking matter. Yeah, I don't know. We just watched that TikTok video about that guy loving himself. Remember the trash can told him to love himself and then And then Q-ing sent him some crazy shit Cancer about- on society. Yeah. Which we agree with fundamentally, so. yeah, yeah. It's bullshit. Anyway.
0: Anyway, uh, happy uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, And uh, we're here to talk about deck building as a mechanic and uh,
1: what we love about it.
0: And um, it's fresh in our mind because we just got completely butt fucked by a game that we think we're probably going to either try and sell to somebody or bury in the backyard like a body we'd like to dispose of.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that part a little later.
0: But, yeah, um, we've touched on it for um, some of our favorite mechanics back in the mechanics episode of uh, our podcast. But for for just a, a basic rundown for anyone who missed that or didn't listen to our episodes in order because you're big dum-dum who can't count.
1: Big dum-dum. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you don't want to start at the beginning because stuff just gets better.
0: Yeah, like why would you want to... Completely watch through a great series when you could just watch the finale.
1: I don't think that there's a rhyme or reason to the order of our episodes, though. So Absolutely not. So this is not a TV show,
0: Well, that's where you should go back and listen to them. But anyway, for people who uh, don't know what the fuck deck building is, uh, why don't you film in?
1: Yeah, so deck building, according to the Wikipedia, we'll use theirs and then explain it better yeah. than they can. Um, so basically, it is a card game where construction of a deck is the main element of gameplay. Um, it's kind of like collectible card games, CCGs for all you cool kids, uh, in that each player has their own deck. However, what's different is that the cards are not sold in randomized packs and the majority of the deck is built during the game instead of before the game. So basically, you know, that's, that's the Wikipedia version. But what happens is when you're playing a deck building game, each player starts with usually what, like 10 cards Give or take, depending on the game. And
0: everybody starts with the same exact deck, give or take based on theme. Sometimes if you're playing like a game that is like you're a specific character, your specific character will have an ability, but everybody foregoing that specific thing, everybody starts with literally the same cards.
1: Yeah. And so what you'll do when you're starting is you'll, um, again, depending on the rules, um, you'll flip up five of those cards. Um, and then with those cards, you might be able to attack something, you might be able to buy stuff, you might get health, it all depends again on the theme, but what you're trying to do is when you've got money or some, whatever the currency is in the game, you want to buy more cards that are more powerful than your base deck. And so basically each turn, you're using those five cards, buying a new card, putting it in your deck, then you take five more, do the same thing, and then eventually You are literally building your deck as you play by buying cards that do cooler shit.
0: Yeah, and most of the stuff that you're going to buy is like from a curated like row of cards that everybody can see and has access to. And on your turn, you'll be able to be like, okay, well, I'm going for this strategy. So this kind of card is what I need for my deck. And then, um, yeah, so some of the stuff that we, we play via deck building is cooperative, some of it's competitive, some of it is like knock out your opponents and do damage-wise stuff, and then there are a few that have some really interesting elements. But um, I figured we can go through the list of all the stuff that we have, and then we could talk about some of our favorite things, we could talk about the one that we would,
1: you know, <laughs> let
0: die in a car fire. Um
1: and I think we, we'll also talk about what we like about deck building and maybe what its challenges are as a mechanic
0: for sure uh so in no specific order uh star realms I think was the very first deck builder that we'd gotten mm-hmm. and i I would it would be hard to argue that it's probably the most accessible
1: yeah it's one of the I think if you're trying to learn how to how to deck build as a mechanic star realms is where I would start because the theme is so straightforward literally the only thing you're doing in the game is deck building right you're not really fighting. Per se, well, you're like, doing you're damage each other, to each other, but it's a two player game unless you have multiple decks, which i mean we're we're in a pandemic still, so you should probably just play with one other person <laughs> It's my humble opinion, but it you know the entire mechanic is just deck building there's no other like there isn't another piece to it, there's no moving around a board or anything like that, so
0: well, what's interesting about um Star Realms. So it's space battle themed, right? So you're buying cards and you're buying different factions of these cards. um, And some of them are more attack heavy. Some of them are more like defense and health. Some of them are more currency based. Um, The cool mechanic for Star Realms, which other deck builders do, is that when you acquire cards, some of them have like things called synergy. Where it's like, hey, if you have another card in your draw in your draw hand that you got this turn, they kind of play off each other and make each other more powerful versus, like, this one card by itself really isn't shit.
1: Yeah, like, if you play one red card, um, it might be like, oh, attack your opponent for two. Uh, But if you play two red cards and they have this synergy, you might be attacking your opponent for six or something like that. So that is one of the cool versions. And I will say, or one of the cool things about that game, generally speaking, I feel like... uh, the space theme the the space fighting theme isn't one that would normally appeal to me so like don't be don't be put off by this game just because you don't think like a space white thing is for you
0: yeah i don't think like it really could be skinned in kind of any mm-hmm. in any sort of way because i know there's it's like
1: weird that they haven't skinned. well they it have
0: else. um i know uh one of our friends has talked about hero realms which is almost the same thing, but you're, like, collecting fighters to yeah. go against each other in different factions of fighters versus spaceships.
1: I don't like that one, though. We've played that. No, we haven't. Okay.
0: Because you're thinking Epic, which is, like, the Magic the Gathering, but in a deck of cards, which we have, which you don't like.
1: Yeah, I don't like I that. think you're
0: conflating the two, but it's fine. Um, And, like, what's cool about that versus, like, it being a giant board game, like, a game board and taking up space, it's literally just in, like, an oversized deck of cards.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a small game. It's an inexpensive game to pick up and almost every board game store has
0: it. Mhm. So it's definitely like a good um break in for for mm-hmm. trying it out and if it's a mechanic you like, uh I would say moving on to something like Marvel Legendary is really cool because again, it's it's Marvel themed. So if you don't like Marvel, yeah, that kind of sucks. But it incorporates not just like the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, it's like X-Men and all this other stuff, and it's mm-hmm. kind of along the similar lines.
1: Yeah, and also you don't have to like, you don't have to know much about the Marvel Universe to like understand what's happening in the game. Like it it, make, it might make it more interesting, Yeah, but like the gameplay is still good, right? I'm no expert, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about X-Men and things like that, but like that's why I always pick the one that are in the movies. I pick the deck that always has the people from the movies because that's yeah. what I've seen. So
0: That's fair. <laughs> and I've read more of the comics, so it kind of appeals to me more that way. And it's cooperative, right? Sorry, just oh my gosh. nasty beer burp. Uh, it's cooperative, <laughs> right? So you're, you've each curated a deck of different superheroes and you're fighting villains and going to different locations to, to do different kinds of abilities and stuff. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of cooperative deck builders, but um, most of the stuff that we've played has always been competitive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that we could go into an episode at some point about, you know, some of our other couple friends who we know play a lot of games stick to more co-op, and we stick to more competitive. And I'd be interested in learning more why they stick to those. I'm, it's just top of mind, that's all. Yeah.
0: I know I know two of our friends who they're not as like deep into the board game stuff as we are but they've always said like every time they they have a a handful of curated uh games and they're they're ultra competitive right so mm-hmm. Ryan and Carly we we know you, this is for you and and we know it's just like oh well we have to like not play games that would make us end our marriage yeah. or like oh I'm going to bed now it's 6:30 I don't want to talk to you anymore <laughs> Exactly But uh
1: yeah, um, I'd say one my favorite deck builder that we have is Clank, and we have both the regular Clank.
0: We have well, we have two other. Ex-
1: n- and we have the regular Clank. Mm-hmm. We have Clank Sunken Treasures, which is the expansion to the base game.
0: Yeah, which adds. Uh, it's instead of like the regular, like just going down into a dungeon and collecting the stuff. It's the yeah.
1: You didn't even under- let me describe stuff. the game yet. You didn't oh. even let me get that far. Well, maybe
0: I'm excited about it too.
1: I know. Apparently. And then we also have Clank in Space, which is a separate standalone game from the original Clank. Um and so in the base game, the first game, uh which is just called Clank, mm. um you are basically there's a you're going into a dungeon underground and there is a dragon that's very angry at the fact that you're there and you could, you're trying to be quiet throughout this whole thing. And different cards in your deck say, like, plus one clank, plus two clank, and it says, like, stumble. Right? So you tripped. Yeah, and and
0: thematically, it's you making noise while you're in the dungeon.
1: Yeah, so you're trying to get in and basically steal these artifacts from from the dragon, because it's his dungeon, or his cave, his whatever, it sure. doesn't matter, doesn't one matter. of those.
0: His hole in the ground yeah. where he has his expensive shit that, he, that you are essentially stealing from him, so I'd be angry, too, if I were a if dragon. Were taking my shit, yeah. Yeah, it's illegal.
1: Yeah, um, so yeah, in the base game, that's it. And basically, you're just trying to go through, trying to be quiet. There's different monsters you have to fight, and so, like, some of your cards that you buy have swords on them, because they're fighter, fighters. Um, and then other things have money, so you can buy new cards. And, yeah, the, the way that you win this game is by going through the dungeon, getting one of the really good artifacts, picking it up and trying to get out before your opponent does.
0: Yeah, I would say the most um, unique thing about Clank versus a lot of the other um, deck builders we have, mo- More of the, most of the deck builders focus solely on the deck that you have and the, the abil- and the cards that you gain. I would say Clank is like the perfect amalgamation of board game and uh, deck builder mm-hmm. because it's just as important as the routes that you take throughout the board to gain different um, different kinds of currency and abilities because there's certain things you could buy from the shop down in the dungeon that make it easier to traverse mm-hmm. the board to be able to get better relics and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, because so like on the board, on some of the paths, um, there's like a little lock symbol. and if you have not had the money, or, and been able to go to the marketplace to buy a key
0: or master key, I think or it's or an access card if mm-hmm. you're
1: playing in space. Um, you know, obviously, you need an access key obviously. in space. Um, if you haven't been able to go to that the marketplace with the money to get that, you have to find a different route around. Yeah, so it's there's a just another layer of planning. It's obviously harder than like a regular than like Star Realms. Because there's more things to take into consideration.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just more options. So it's a lot. It's, 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 I wouldn't say it's like more strategy heavy, but there's definitely more things to do.
1: I'd say it's a little more strategy heavy because you could get yourself trapped in a corner. Yeah. But yeah, then Clank in Space is literally the same exact game, but you're on a spaceship. And, and there's, so there's just thematically, some things are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. A little,
0: they, a little more things to do before mm-hmm. you could get to different parts of the board.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as like a. You know, if you were on a spaceship, you would need an access key versus a hard like brass key.
0: Yeah.
1: Things like that make a difference. But the overall game plays the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great game.
0: Yeah. I, I love it. And the cool thing about it too is that like there's there's consequence to actions. Like Kayla was saying, um, if you cause too much noise, you have to put these cubes into the clank space on the board. And then um certain cards that get drawn onto the um road that you could buy cards from trigger all those cubes to go into a bag with a whole bunch of dragon cubes and then based on the level of the anger of the dragon you draw out cubes and some of and these cubes, if it's your opponent's cube, go onto their health marker, and if their health marker gets fully uh filled up, then essentially they, they die. They die. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of the randomness and like how you want to like be able to get th- there are certain abilities to be able to get like the shitty cards that cause Clank out of your deck.
1: hmm. And I, one of the things that I always think is kind of cool about Clank, and it actually stresses me out a lot when we're <laughs> playing it. That's how you know the theme works, is that you want to try and get out of the dungeon or off of the ship um, before your opponent Um, because then they only have so much time, essentially, to get off the ship or out of the dungeon. I gotta, I'm like, I gotta think about my prepositions when I'm doing that.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like, it's like you have to get out of the dungeon, you have to get off the ship, you have to get back above water, like Mm -hmm. if you're doing the under, the Sunken Treasures one.
1: But yeah, I mean, to me the theme really works, the mechanics work really great. I actually, I feel like it's one of the few games where, you know, we don't bring it out as often. Compared to some games, but, like, I have very few issues, if any, yeah. with the game.
0: Because even if one like, especially, you know, pre-pandemic times, it's just the two of us gaming in general. Um, but even still, with uh, me, like, you got out of the dungeon before I did uh, when we played it uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was still a very close game.
1: Yeah, and I almost killed you yeah. by getting out before you, and if I wouldn't have killed you, I would have won. Yeah. That's why I was trying to get out in an effort to kill you. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And then it's like, if you stay longer, you kind of have to figure out, is it worth it to go deeper to get the better treasure versus mm-hmm. get in and out and then be able to kind of screw with your opponent that way. So, yeah, I would say um, like Star Realms is a taste to this, and Legendary is like cool thematically, but um Clank and its um subsequent expansions or uh versions versions is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm kind of bummed that uh Clank uh Clank Legacy is three or more players.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Because we just we until we can get a dedicated game group up and running again. Mm-hmm. We just can't bring something like that. We it it's it's a waste don't of need to buy the it. money. Yeah.
1: Which makes me sad. Mhm.
0: Another uh, another game that we we won in a raffle from a game shop by the house ages ago and we never brought it to the table.
1: Yeah, we we won it on like a small business Saturday, I think, when we went in and bought some shit and they're like, "Oh, we'll put you in the raffle and we'll let you know if you won." And
0: then yeah. we won. Yep. Yeah. And uh this is Mystic Veil. Vale. The theme was off putting to us cuz it wasn't anything that we were ever like interested in. It was like it's very fantasy. It's fantasy and you're like, like druidy kind of nature stuff and all this thing
1: Don't even call it nature. You know I love nature themed things. Yeah. I wouldn't call it nature at all.
0: Yeah. It's like forest fantasy.
1: Yeah. There you- <laughs> yeah. It's funny. And
0: what kind of porn are you into? You know forest fantasy? G- g- go away. You're weird. <laughs> um so Mystic Vale is much uh like every other kind of deck builder there's rows of cards that you can purchase, and there's even more powerful, like, veil cards that you can purchase. Um, aside from the currency that you get in your cards, there's different symbols that allow you to get different abilities. The coolest thing about Mystic Veil is that it's not only a deck builder, but it's something called card crafting.
1: Yeah. So, basically, you know, I think we, did we talk about canvas yet? I don't think we have. I don't know. Um, but it <laughs> My of, brain
0: is mush. I know what you're asking me. That's
1: a good point. Um, if you've ever played a game like Gloom, um, which is also a deck builder, mm-hmm. um, didn't make it on our list because we forgot about it, um, where some of the cards are transparent and then you're able to lay them on top of each other to either double up on some points or to modify the card even further, that's basically Mystic Vale. So you start with this base deck, this base deck of cards, um, and you're able to buy... Better ones that actually slide over and either multiply an ability, add to it, things like that. And so basically, you can just go ahead and like keep putting as many in or on top of the yeah. deck to keep making it more powerful on each individual card.
0: Yeah, the main difference is, is that everybody has the same 20 cards in their deck regardless of the way the game goes. But what you're doing is you're taking these. Cards and you're sleeving them uh, on into the existing 20 that you have to create more powerful combinations.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd say I kind of feel like Mystic Veil is like Star Realms, but just with more muscle, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the exact same concept. There's a few more things you can buy that are power-ups, like you were talking about. They call them Veil cards. Um, but other than that, if you understand the mechanics of one you automatically understand the mechanics of the other.
0: Yeah, and if that's a game that really speaks to your play style and stuff, it's been around for quite a bit of time, mm-hmm. so there's a million expansions. And I think we, we only ever ended up with one.
1: Yeah, we bought it on a sale.
0: I forget We're, what the hell it's called. It's like Twilight something. I, I don't fucking know.
1: I don't know the name of it. But I will say, I mean, it's worth checking out the expansions and like looking at the side, looking reading the back of the box, because some of them like they wouldn't say explicitly that you can play it without the base game but you totally could
0: oh yeah i mean the one that we got uh again it's going to bother me because it's not something we just wrote down but yeah most of them have enough um have enough in the box individually for you to just play with those mm-hmm. cards in a two-player game, that worked pretty well because there was still enough of a selection. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know if you add three or more people, mm-hmm. if that would just make the, the deck run out too fast, but...
1: Oh, yeah, my default is definitely that people are playing with two players, I guess. So, yeah, yeah if you're playing with two players, you could definitely do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then a game that we picked up most recently is Taverns of Typhonthal, which is... a Sleeper. Yeah, like we didn't, it was like, oh, well, the artwork didn't really speak to us a whole lot because like we like kind of more quirky, like detailed stuff and Mm -hmm. like aesthetics matter for us, right? It's not always everybody's.
1: Artwork matters a lot to me.
0: And it's not always like what people care most about, but it was like, okay, you have like this kind of medieval looking bar.
1: Mm -hmm. It actually reminds me a lot of D&D. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my own head. Like
0: where your heroes go to drink after mm-hmm. their battles. Yes. But. No, go ahead. So everyone starts with the main deck and you're building up and getting more powerful cards. But the coolest thing is that the main mechanic of the game is that you're turning over your cards and people are coming to patron your bar. Mm-hmm. And essentially you get people to sit at your table and then you can roll dice. Everyone has a set of dice And dice correspond to different things on your individual player board. So, you can gain beer tokens. You can do things to manipulate dice. You could play your dice on your patrons to gain money. Mm -hmm. And essentially, the person with the most points at the end of the game wins. And you could buy buy better patrons to come to your bar Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I would say the most interesting thing is the fact that you could take that currency and then you could upgrade your bar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, Clank Clank is like a deck builder 100%, right? There's not a whole, there's other mechanics, but it relies fully on the cards that you have and the cards that you've purchased. I'd say the difference between Clank and Taverns of Typhenthal. Typhenthal. Nailed it. Uh, also known as Taverns of Tylenol. Yeah, because you can't pronounce because uh, Typhenthal. Um, is that Taverns includes more of a dice drafting mechanic, so it includes other other mechanics to build on like the the deck building part is not the main component. It is
0: like I I would say it's the main component only because if you don't purchase things out of that row to add to your deck to keep flipping things, you'll never gain points to win.
1: But you might not you might not get the points to win, but if you don't roll the dice Appropriately yeah. to get the money to buy more stuff, I'm just saying they, they you need both equally, you, but that's my point is that Clank is strictly deck building, there's no other piece to it, there's no dice manipulation, there's no dice rolling.
0: But there's still a board in
1: yeah, but in you're still moving. But the only way you move in Clank is if you have boots, yeah, if you have cards. the cards
0: to be able to move.
1: But in taverns, you can't get more beer. You can't get more money to buy those cards without the dice.
0: That's not true because then you could buy the cards from the row to add to add like ba- the bar back.
1: But you have to have money to buy that. Yeah, but if you don't have money to buy it without the dice, my point is the game doesn't work without the dice.
0: Well, I'm gonna flip this fucking table over. Well, that's and irrational because yeah. there's
1: a lot of expensive things sitting on this table.
0: <laughs> but no, you're right. It it. For us, like it was a sleeper purchase because we, we didn't know a whole lot of. We do extensive research, A, because it's a hobby and we love looking up new stuff. B, we want to make sure it's a game that uniquely fits in our collection and mm-hmm. it doesn't kind of just. It's a reskin of another thing that we have and it's a waste of money for us. But that's for us.
1: I'd say, moral of the story is whenever we talk about dice manipulation and dice drafting as a mechanic, this game is going to come up again. It is. That's, Clank will not.
0: You're not That's wrong. more
1: my point than anything. I love both games.
0: Yeah, you know but that. like this is cool because you're you're bringing patrons to your bar. Um, as you draw cards, it's not just patrons, but it's like a dishwasher mm-hmm. or a server, and it just it, it thematically um, fits into how a bar runs. Mm-hmm. Strangely, no, it's great. And as you upgrade things on your board, you actually pop the pieces out of your board and flip them over to more like.
1: Just upgraded. Upgraded,
0: yeah. but it it transforms the way your bar looks.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so, great. Mm-hmm. It's a and great game. And it has game.
0: a whole bunch of different modules that you can play with to extend your game or play with the base one to make it uh, a shorter game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really great. Um, and then the last the last <laughs> one we're going to talk about is the game <laughs> that we just lost miserably at. And honestly, we're not going to play it again. I, I think we just decided.
0: Well, it's not the first time we've lost this badly. And we've played our fair share of co-op games and we've fucked rules up and we've we've, you know, picked the wrong strategy and just crashed and burned. Yeah. But
1: and here's the thing. This is we're talking about Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle. And here's the thing. Right now, if you pause, if you push pause on this podcast and you Googled deck building games, this is gonna be one of the first ones that shows up. And we were just discussing it earlier. It's got a very legacy game component to it where you start with game one which is supposed to simulate book one
0: and it has and all the cards are that you're going to play with are contained in game in a game one tiny deck box
1: yeah so in that way it's a very cool game and you know what i loved playing this game i did i really enjoyed this game a Past lot tense. um and now we've been stuck on game six which is second to last because there are seven books and there are seven games and and this game just fucking crushed us for like the millionth time. We just wasted an hour. Yeah. Setting up, playing, and then double checking that we didn't fuck up the rules for this easy fucking game.
0: Yeah, I would say um, a lot of a lot of the problems that we have with it is the fact that, like, first off, it's it's a pretty basic game when it comes to like if you want this for your family, mm-hmm. starting off. The mechanics of gaining currency and then spending it on things that are available in the card rows. The board is very pretty. The mechanics aren't complicated, right? So there's four different steps of drawing the villain, uh, drawing like uh, the dark enemy, arts cards. the dark arts cards and then looking to see what the villain abilities do mm-hmm. or if there's any kind of like weird twerks to the... Uh, twerks. Twerks. <laughs>
1: uh. Quirks. quirks. That's the word you were yeah. looking for? Twerks.
0: Yeah, if, uh, if, if Voldemort happens to be backing his ass up on this game, you know, because you know under that cloak he had a badonkadonk. That's, no nose, fat ass.
1: Uh, that one is specifically for Bob and Brittany.
0: Yeah. So uh, any weird uh, twerks, I'm not going to go back on it, um, and then you go into... Drawing out your cards based on which hero you could pick. And that's a cool thing, too. It's like, if you really like Harry Potter, like, this... And I was like, we've been... We still haven't finished the movies because I'm a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But as you go through, like, the, the the games are based on, like, the books. And if you go to game, like, game one, two, three, you're based on books one, two, and three, and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. loosely. And then you you pick, like, Hermione or... Harry or Neville or... Ron. Or Ron.
1: Neville is kind of the... Like, yeah, we needed to round this out with four. And then there's an expansion
0: honest. for... Which we have the expansion. Which mm-hmm. is for... Uh, what's her name? I don't remember. The the weird chick. I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Um, All that's great. But then compounded, as you get further in this fuckery of a game, mm-hmm. it becomes literally impossible to beat. Yep. The villains get too difficult... The the rhythm of things ends up being way too... Much. I, way too much. It just... Fuck you and your players. And it's a co-op experience. Which is like...
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say what sucks about it is it's such a good entry point. For some people who haven't played deck builders, it's a really good... Like, this would be a really good place to start. But I can't recommend it for the sheer fact that you're going to hate yourself. By the time you get to game six. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's so unbalanced by the time we got this far. We flew through the first, what, four?
0: Mm-hmm. And then and game five. five was difficult, but In, it wasn't impossible.
1: Yeah, it took us a few tries to get through game five, which I was fine with. But, like, we knew we were going to lose again within the first, like, ten minutes we were playing. We were like, there's no way we recover from all of this. No. So... It's a deck building game. I don't recommend it. If you would want to play it, just let us know. We'll fucking send you our copy. We're not playing it again. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing it. That was yeah. no fun.
0: Yeah, and it w- It's just so disappointing because the rhythm of everything and how everything works should be good. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, even after this time that we lost so abysmally, we look up and it's like Harry Potter Hog- Hogwarts Battle Game Six.
1: That's it. That's what you googled.
0: All, that's all we googled, and everyone's like, "I just fist fought my whole family, and everyone hates each other now. <laughs> What's wrong with Game Six? Why can't I beat Game Six? Is there something I'm doing wrong?" And everyone's like, "No, this is the worst at Game Six, and it's really disappointing because the components are great, the art is great. It's based on the art. It's based on uh, the movie, the movies. So like, it has like the character, like all the." Mm-hmm. Uh, as Daniel Radcliffe, stuff. yeah,
1: as a uh, Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, so don't fucking get it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it at all. Don't recommend. I would rather you never play a deck builder ever in your life. If Harry Potter Hogwarts Hogwarts Battle is the only one that you have, yeah, don't do it. Yeah,
1: coming in hot, hot take.
0: Yeah, and then we're gonna go over some stuff that we haven't played, but we hear really good things about, and. We're just gonna have to cave and put them in our collection because it's, most of them are stuff that we've seen in stores.
1: Yeah, but I don't know shit about these. So yeah. this is more, this is more you because I don't, I literally don't know anything about these games.
0: Well, like the one game that started it all apparently uh, from us looking stuff up is Dominion. Hmm. Um, and that's con- I would I would put that there with Catan for like being like one of the classic. Have you like you played it? No, but like. For, like, the classic board games that.
1: Mm. Yeah, I will say, um, early in the pandemic, when I was re watching Big Bang Theory <laughs> on HBO, um, like, I'm, I think it's supposed to be a joke that all of them have it, but, like, literally, almost every apartment that you're in in the show, they all have a copy. And they're nerds. Of Dominion? So.
0: Mm-hmm. That is funny. Um, and then that goes to, like, uh, things like. Aeon's End and an Ascension as well. They're, they're games that like we need to either experience by going to a board game shop again and just checking out their collection when we're able to or
1: mm-hmm. add to
0: our own because we hear nothing but good things about them. Yeah, The one that I think we will have to cave on as our, our next purchase for our board gaming adventure is Dragonfire, which is based in the Dungeons & Dragons universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because we've been playing D&D on Mondays and it's just like, oh. Kind of wanna wanna get back into that world a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's a big game. It's pricey, isn't
0: mm-hmm. it? But it has a fuck load of expansions in so. the box. No, like that you could buy separately, like Mystic Vale. Mm. So
1: that sounds like they just want more of my money.
0: Yes, that's literally the hobby. Is give us your money and we'll try and give you a good experience. Mm. That's literally why we're talking about board games. Well, fine, John. I mean. In the before times, we could go to a board game shop. The before times, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So those those are some of the big those are some of the big games in terms of deck building. I think one of the things that appeals to me about deck building as a mechanic is that you once once you get it, you kind of get it, right? Like you could apply the same mechanic to other games and other themes. And then you can get progressively more complicated if you want to. Um, you know, you can get into something like Clank. That's a, that's deck building, but like...
0: Also a board game.
1: But, yeah. Or you can find plenty of games that are just going to use the deck building mechanic, and that's it, and have a great time either way. Hmm?
0: Yeah, it's and, and that's the cool jump-off point. Like, a, a lot of other things that add interesting... Um, mechanics can make things more complicated mm-hmm. and but yeah if your entry point is like hey everyone starts with a certain deck of cards and everyone i would say the most difficult point of starting a new deck builder is knowing what the cards that you're potentially going to purchase add to your deck like whatever
1: any symbols mean i mean that's kind of true for most games is thinking is understanding the symbols and the language of that game mm-hmm. right like if you were Looking at clank cards and everything said plus one clank and you were like, What the fuck does this mean? Yeah. It's just another language, just like any other game. Yep. What do you think some of the challenges are? What do you not like about deck building?
0: Um, I would say the it's it's difficult for deck builders to maybe get a cohesive strategy off the jump mm. without playing it multiple times. And mm-hmm. if it's something that you don't in that you you're not sure that you enjoy, right? You might just get completely obliterated the first time you play, like we I really enjoy playing star realms, but for some reason, I never fucking win mm-hmm. and, if, and if wanting to win <laughs> games is is how you get enjoyment, then some stuff it just it might take multiple playthroughs to be able to figure out how to get to that point,
1: yeah, I'd say one of the other things that I think about with deck building. Especially, I mean, maybe it's just because we're coming off fresh from playing the Hogwarts battle. But it started to feel real repetitive to me. And maybe it's just because I knew we were going to lose. So I was like, why am I even bothering? Um, But like, I think that's both the positive and the negative of like, the positive is, yeah, you can pick up any game that's deck building and kind of understand how to play it. Yeah,
0: the core mechanic.
1: And then the flip side of that is that, it can start to feel a little bit repetitive because mm-hmm. you are doing the same motion you're you're basing you know your movement or how much money you have based on whatever cards come up,
0: yeah, and I would say unless you're playing a competitive game, um another downside I could see is downtime, right so if you're mm-hmm. playing with full four people um unless there's a specific mechanic that engages you with other players during their turn mm-hmm. You draw your cards out, do whatever you're going to do based on the currency you have or the abilities that your cards um, give you as a player, and then you put everything in your discard pile and sit around and wait for other people to do what they want. Like Mystic Veil, we're not doing a whole lot on each other's turn. I'm not having the chance to do anything on your turn. Right. Or vice versa. No, that's true. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's that's pretty much all we have to say about deck building until we add uh, some of these other old school games to our collection.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like there are fewer new games, and the new games that are deck builders and the ones that do come out are all like licensed games. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that as we were making this list that Marvel, Harry Potter, and are two of the biggest ones when you look at them, and they're they're. Like, if licensed games isn't something that, like, speaks to you, that's a real, that's that could be really off-putting.
0: Yeah, like, I've heard that one of the best co-op deck builders out there is um, Legendary Encounters, the Alien games. Mm. Um, and it's based through, all through the Alien franchise with the movies, but I know you know next to nothing about these movies. Nah. You've seen the first one. Mm-hmm. But if it's not something that you're, like, super passionate about, Then your your interest kind of wanes, and that's a little bit of a bummer.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, for me, I really enjoy this mechanic. I I like things that include deck building. I I feel like I would actually say it's one of my favorite mechanics of a game. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's part of the reason I think Clank is one of my favorite games. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite ones, and I think we we should get more. We should get more deck builders because I usually win.
0: Not that time, though. I beat you yesterday.
1: You did beat me yesterday. Uh-huh. I almost killed you. Yeah. And if but I would have killed you, I would have won.
0: But you won Mystic Vale, so there you go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boom. Winner.
0: Yeah. I'm a to to victory.
1: <laughs> twerk to victory.
0: Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so here's <laughs> the part of the show where we talk about what we've been doing that's not board game related because we're still human beings that have an interest outside of uh, cardboard and dice and components. and.
1: Wow, not? That's, that's not usually how you lead this part off, but... Uh, what have we been doing besides board gaming?
0: We're just drinking a whole lot. Just like just butt chugging beer. Just nonstop.
1: Butt chugging beer. Just like uh, we're in college. You're working on your bartender skills.
0: Yeah. So uh, earlier, um, a couple months ago for my birthday, Kayla got me a uh, cocktail book.
1: And a bourbon a whole-
0: cocktail book. Bourbon cocktail book because uh, we enjoy bourbon. And a whole bunch of new uh, upgraded bar tools, mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, every couple weeks, we've been going out and buying some new mixers and ingredients and a whole bunch of stuff to do some chemistry that involves adding alcohol to Ch- fruit.
1: Chemistry. Yeah. That's st- strong. It's a strong word. Is it though?
0: It's not chemistry. Because you're adding ingredients that together create a flavor that. I just call that bartending. Yeah, fuck it. It's, it sounds cool when you say chemistry. Fine. Yeah, I sound smarter when I'm able to combine ingredients from a recipe.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've just been reading the books. I mm-hmm. uh, just finished a book called The Last House Guest, and that was really good. Kind of a thriller. Read it in like four days because it's so good. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. Um, And so when I finished that one, I started the third book in the Red Queen series, which is the more uh hunger games meets x-men kind of kind of thing and i'm in the third book and so far it's really good uh the third book is the second book really drug along for the first half through it um and i probably would have dropped it but my friend nikki said to keep pushing through that it got real good at the end and she was right so now i'm on the third book
0: yeah, and then I uh, just picked up a couple new comics, something called Deep State, which is like uh, sci-fi, kind of x Filesy, which I'm looking forward to getting into. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've been playing, I've uh, been trying to get through a whole bunch of different games in my Xbox collection. I have a game called Undermine, which is you play as like a, a, a mining dwarf, and you go down into a cave and battle monsters and get gold, which then you spend to upgrade your stuff. It's... um. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it's like uh if you've ever played Binding of Isaac or or stuff like that, it's like you enter a room, you have to beat up all the enemies for the door to unlock, and when you beat all of them, sometimes you get power ups and keys and bombs and shit. Whoa. And then Call of Duty.
1: And uh, we did bust out Overwatch again God. yesterday. And that shit came back to me like a bad fucking habit. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that's some weird muscle memory that lives in my brain on how to do things and what to do and when to do it. As well as every curse word I've ever learned ever when I'm losing.
0: Fantastic game when you win. Mm-hmm. But then it's like...
1: Truly devastating when you lose.
0: It's like um, that one like sporting event when you were a little kid where you lost and it just repeats in your mind forever, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to lose at Overwatch. Just yeah. to, like, disappoint your parents <laughs> and everyone was watching you do bad. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it feels like to lose Overwatch.
1: Yeah, but I love it so much. Yeah, I love it so much. Oh, yeah, and we've been watching hockey when, you know, the hockey teams aren't... uh Struck with the plague like the rest of us.
0: Fucking COVID out the ass with half of these fucking assholes. I mean, it's
1: really more like I told you so. Yeah. Um, We knew that would happen, so.
0: Well, it's like all these different teams that just don't follow protocol.
1: Well, it's like, I'm going to watch it. We were talking about this with one of our friends, and they said that, you know, they, they weren't really watching sports because they didn't think that people should be playing. And fundamentally, I agree that, like... This is a bad use of resources, money, tests, etc. But you know what? NHL never asked me for my opinion. And I'm starved for entertainment at Uh this point. And so for that reason, it's it's on. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. The, me watching or not watching it is not going to make a fucking difference. No, so. and if
0: we can't watch Gordon Ramsay scream at people about their beef wellington, mm-hmm. I want to watch grown men fist fight on ice skates.
1: Yeah, they always look like middle schoolers. I think that's one of the things I like about hockey is these grown-ass men looking like children. It just it reiterates everything that I thought I knew well, about it's, humankind.
0: It's either, well, there's the three faces of hockey. It's either you got the baby face... You got the, hey, I think I can grow facial hair, but it just makes me look like a prepubescent baby. (laughs) Or, uh, I have a a beard down to my dick and I could cast spells. Like Those are like the three different faces of hockey.
1: That's got to be the most disgusting thing you've ever said to me. Yeah. Um, I'm really sad that everyone who listens to this podcast is also going to have to hear that. Really? Yeah. And I'm also sad that they're not here in this room with me to have to experience that. You saying that to me in this moment.
0: Well, there's that. If you like what you hear, you guys can hear us on a whole bunch of episodes that if you followed in number order, uh, you've gotten to hear, and it. it's a fantastic time. If you haven't, fuck you, go back. Um,
1: listen to them all.
0: Yeah. Go to BoredOfTheDeadsPodcast.com. That's where everything lives and breathes and exists in uh, its natural sense. But if you have your uh, podcast app, if you listen on uh, Stitcher for Android or Apple Podcast or Spotify... Mm-hmm. Um, or like we tried to export our stuff to YouTube Music. I don't know. Fuck that shit. I don't, I don't know. it Doesn't That's Does not my. That's
1: your problem, not mine.
0: But yeah, uh, listen to uh, on Stitcher, Apple, or uh, Spotify, and subscribe and leave us reviews because it helps us uh, get more visibility for other people. And then uh, yeah.
1: and find us on the Instagram and the Facebook at Board to Death Podcast. That's where I post all of our games, and I take really good photos.
0: And if they suck, we just put a really cool filter on them. Yeah. Make them unsuck.
1: Sometimes I use portrait mode, so you can't see the mess that's exactly behind that particular board game. Mm
0: -hmm. It makes the things in the foreground really crisp, and the things in the background blurry, like you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Just like my life. Just like your life.
1: (laughs) The background is a little fuzzy. (laughs) Uh, The foreground immediately in front of me is mostly legible yeah it's unclear it's unclear
0: but thanks for hanging out with us uh we enjoy your time and uh we'll be back for another episode in the near to distant future until next time i'm john i'm kayla and this is how we roll